Welcome to the Morning Sports on the Go. The Morning Sports on the Go is pleased to bring you Dwayne's Daily Sports News Roundup. This report is brought to you courtesy Grand Park Arena. Train hard, win easy. The state-of-the-art most modern indoor and outdoor sports complex for the champion who truly believes in the impossible. Day 2 of the second cricket test match between the West Indies and Sri Lanka turned very much in favour of the visitors who are clamouring to win this match and square the series as their two left-arm spinners, Weaver Sammy Permol and Jomel Warikan, claim nine wickets between themselves to enforce a dramatic batting collapse as Sri Lanka, who was sitting pretty at 152 for two at one stage, lost their last eight wickets within the space of 13 overs to be bundled out for 204 runs. The West Indies in reply closed out day two, scoring 69 for the loss of German Blackwood, who scored 44. Earlier in the day, Sri Lanka's top four batters, Patum Nisankar, who scored 73, skipper Dimut Karunaratna, who scored 42, Osada Fernando, 18, and Angelo Matthews, 29, scored 172 runs together, whilst its middle-order batters of debutant Charita Salanka, Dinesh Chandimal, and Ramesh Mendis along with the four bowlers, could only muster 32 runs together as they collapsed in a sensational manner. Play was abandoned and 33.1 overs of play was lost on day two. So far, a total of 88.3 overs of play have been lost in just the two days since this match commenced. Sri Lanka's head coach Mickey Arthur and batting coach Grant Flower would be bidding goodbye at the end of this test match as their two-year contracts with Sri Lanka cricket comes to an end. Meanwhile, Grant Flower, the batting coach speaking at a press briefing, said, quote, I would like to stay on, but the powers at Sri Lanka cricket and the technical advisory committee have decided to get rid of us. That was unfortunate, but that's what happens. I am speaking to some county teams and look forward to the next challenge." End quote. Over in Bangladesh, the Pakistani openers Abid Ali and Abdullah Shafiq combined to put on 151 runs for the first wicket to help their team ease to victory by 8 wickets after they had to make a further 93 runs to win when day 5 began. Abid Ali, who scored 133 runs in the first innings, missed out on a rare opportunity of scoring twin hundreds in the match when he was dismissed for 91 by Taijul Islam, who got him out LBW. Meanwhile, with the Ashes set to commence in Brisbane on the 8th of December, Cricket Australia were faced with a huge dilemma when Mark McGovern, the Western Australian Premier, confirmed he would not waver in altering the strict quarantine rules enforced in the West Australian state, meaning that 14 days of mandatory quarantine will be made compulsory for all players and staff if the fifth test match is to be played on the 14th of January 2022. The non-wavering Premier McGowan was quoted as saying, We have put in place very strict rules. So, We've said to them, you need to have 14 days quarantine and that has to apply to all the broadcast staff, the cricket staff, they can't just bring their wives and girlfriends with them, the same rules as we put in place for the AFL. It's up to them whether they want to adhere to these rules or not. With Australia maintaining strict COVID-19 quarantine laws, tennis superstar Novak Djokovic's father has stated that his son would in all probability 
Give the upcoming Australian Open set to begin on the 17th of January 2022 a miss if the rules on COVID-19 vaccinations is not relaxed. Whilst Novak Djokovic has declined to state if he is vaccinated or not, his father, Srajan Djokovic, speaking to a local Serbian television channel, had said, quote, Tennis Australia's stance on players being vaccinated was tantamount to blackmail. As far as vaccines and non-vaccines are concerned, it is the personal right of each of us whether we will be vaccinated or not. No one has the right to enter into our intimacy. Under these blackmails and conditions, Djokovic probably won't play. I wouldn't do that, and he's my son, so you decide for yourself." End quote. Meanwhile, with loads of pre-Ashes hype being drowned by the ongoing former Australian Test cricket captain Tim Payne's texting saga, it was revealed that the woman who he texted, Renee Ferguson, has filed a 17-page document based on a sexual harassment claim against Cricket Tasmania in the federal court. Her lawyers acting for the woman have lodged an originating application under the Australian Human Rights Commission Act for sexual harassment. However, her complaint was not against either Tim Payne or either his brother-in-law, Mr. Tubb, who both sent her explicit messages which were supposedly consensual but rather against another Cricket Tasmania employee. A prominent newspaper named after the hottest star in the centre of the solar system, which revealed the entire text messages sent between the trio, also stated that Rene Ferguson was accused of stealing by Cricket Tasmania and that she had subsequently resigned in 2017. Well, with that, we wrap up today's Dwayne's Daily Sports News Roundup. This is Marlon Dale Ferreira signing off for the morning sports on the go.